four, five, six, seven, eight. Stop it. Nine. Ten. It's not funny. Did I get myself? (laughs) It wasn't intentional, Jay. One, two, two, three, three. No, no, no. We had it fine the first time. Five. Okay. I said two sevens. That's why he's mad. Oh, I didn't even. I wasn't even paying attention. He was angry. Yeah, Jay, I, it, it was your birthday. Was... Shut up. Oh man, I should. I don't mean shut up, but I'm just. I'm hyped. Okay. Jay, happy birthday! Happy birthday, Thank man! You. Happy birthday! Happy birthday to Jay! Thank you. Well, we're not is even. This all we of us? Are we show. kind of like out of? We've added, out of we're gonna edit all this out. Are we on the far side we'll of it now? Have we had everyone's birthday? Yeah, I think we have. Birthday season's over. Isaac's is done. Xavier just had his. Connor, when was yours again? March 31st. Wow, okay. Yeah, that's right. You're right before me. Um, right. Yeah, that's it. Until uh, next donut season starts up for Isaac and fam. Holy All shit. Right. All right. Well, cool. Should I? Uh, let's get this pot rolling. Wait, no, we're rolling. I mean, let's start the show officially. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday, Jay. Thank you. All right, clapboard. Quiet on set. Oh, I see, I see. All right, I got you. He doesn't know what he's talking about. It's okay. Is it called a clapboard? It is called a clapboard. Is the person called a clapboarder or a clapper? I don't fucking know. (laughs) Anywho. Welcome to Are We Doing This? A podcast with four internet friends who have no idea what they're doing. Hosts are Connor, Isaac, Xavier, and Jay. Let's get right into it. That was good. Thank Isaac's you. Isaac's a goose this week. Isaac's not here. Isaac He's a, a goose. goose. Well, I wasn't sure if you were gonna, you know, do a little editorializing the uh, the the intro and and say that he wasn't with us today, but you just breezed right on through. I thought it was good. Just went with. Thank you. Thank you. I try very hard. Mm. All right. I got some topics right away. Oh my god. Well, First of all, I love that we're sort of opening up this unbalanced podcast with like just a very like right down the middle rendition of the intro. It's good. It's good energy. Well, like th- this is square bang on. <laughs> this is this is what we want. <laughs> I think it's good that you have topics. I have a lot of what I view to be non-show topics that in in light of do you have a lot of filler jay no i don't have a lot of filler i just have a lot of things that i would would generally not bring into the show but since isaac is not with us i think a lot of it's gonna make its way into the show and then we don't have to listen to his hemming and hawing oh okay. interesting so right yeah uh, let us take advantage of, of the sort of like isaac's non-presence in order to kind of talk about things that he would find not fun well, uh, so for example, I try to be really like thoughtful about this, and and you know, shame on him for not giving us a whole lot of notice. Like last time, at least we knew that like Xavier, because of like worky work, jobby job, wasn't like going to be around, and I was able to sort of like tailor the discussion for like things that Xavier wouldn't care about, like you know, talking about like uh, like what notebooks Kindles. and stationery and Kindle. Oh, and you rap bastard! So. Um, Wait, is there some stuff that you were like saving for the Isaac show? Is that what you're telling us? Well, I'm thinking of just like why don't um, why don't we be considerate and talk about stuff that like Isaac wouldn't care about, which is more difficult because I don't think he really would care much about anything. But like, I don't know, we could talk about like camping or like bikes, being out in nature. No, I'm not talking about riding bikes. I don't have a bike. Jay, you need to get a bicycle. Xavier, what were your topics? Let's run through them. What do you got? First of all, why don't you do a thirty thousand feet and just give give us like a give us like an amuse bouche of like what your topics are, and then maybe like oh yeah, no, and, like, just select. Pre- present us with the evening's menu, please. Yeah, give us first. The, give us the pre fee, please. Yeah. For, first of all, Jay, that's French I for fixed price. I know what it means, Connor. He's Xavier, and he's been to France once. <laughs> Shut up, Jay. First of all, Jay, I challenge you to goose court. I don't know what that is, so what's the next one? I'm writing Secondly, these down. we're we're gonna discuss interesting mobster names. Okay, keep going. Third, uh there wasn't a third. I really only had two in the chamber. 
Those were your two. Um, I had two. I'm sorry, Jay. I think Goose Court can wait. Uh, what? I'm interested like in the mobster names, Connor, if that's acceptable. I... Oh, yeah. I would just say that, um, well, yeah, my own kind of notes for the show involve, I mean, like, we are so kind of like in trouble in terms of Goose Law and international treaties and there's That's a lot to unpack off on right i mean things bit. have like really gone kind of towards <laughs> really towards the up. canada goose as like a like a mascot for for kind of like an ungovernable populace yeah yeah we, we will be and i mean it's not to even say that we'll be entering the goose zone so much as like over the past week i personally have slowly realized that it's always been the goose zone and like it is kind of a human zone, which we have preciously bought from the geese, but, like, they're taking it back. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, okay. let's talk about gangster names. Yeah, Who, okay. What's your I gangster like name, to... Jay? Well, wait, no, I want to hear, I want to, I want to try to not step all over him. I want to hear what he, oh, okay, all right. what he had in mind. Okay, my, so I found, like, the strangest gangster names I could find. Well, two of the strangest gangster names I could find. They are... Joey the Doves Ayupa <laughs> and Johnny No Nose DeFranzo. Hmm. Would you like Lynx? Mm, I've always been a fan of Dutch Schultz, who I think's real name I think his real name is Arthur Flegenheimer. But I've always thought Dutch Schultz was a good mobster name. I just think uh, Joey the Dubs Ayupa is like a wonderful name. I think I've always been a fan of um, of Whitey, uh, Whitey Bulger uh, or Bul- Bulger. No, uh, Bulger. The, You're right, Whitey Bulger. Yeah, the 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 Boston, um, the the Irish Boston mobster upon which what the Departed is based, and yeah. Um, there's like a couple of other there's one that paints him in this kind of like yeah i was running guns to the ira it was fucking awesome we were like working with whitey bulger all the time um like positive spin which was a weird take um right but he was like pretty upfront about how he was like kind of the face of like racist irish organized crime like who's that guy fucking that's whitey man like Another one I like is Bumpy Johnson. Uh, Wait, did he like? Is that because he like bumped people, or he nope. was bumpy? No, his nickname Bumpy is he derived a bumpy from Johnson. a bump on the back of his he head. Whoa, phrenology. Okay, yeah, I w- that was actually kind of like low on my Family Feud list of like why why he would be called Bumpy. This is great. Why was yeah. the birds called that? I don't know. Mean the doves? You can say. Oh, the doves, Joey Ayupa. I can you mm. say that again? Ayupa. No, the whole Joey. thing. The whole just good foley. Joey the doves. Ayupa. Ayupa. I love the way you say Ayupa. You're doing some kind of some kind of diphthong that I can't achieve anymore. Yeah. Ayupa. Hmm. Um Oopa. can I tell you other names for Mr. Joey the Doves Ayupa first? It sounds like a Greek person celebrating. Oopa. Hmm. Ayupa. <laughs> Other names are Joey O'Brien, Joey O, Joey Doves, and Morning Doves. But like morning as in like you're mourning over the loss of a loved one, not morning as in like morning. Oh, oh. Okay. I, I'm now trying to figure out why he was called. If I could, I'm trying to figure out why he was called the Doves. If I could tease this out a little bit into literature, if if anyone is interested in, if anyone is interested in like some real like wackadoo, like blending of like history and reality with like crazy gangster names, I would like to to recommend the E.L. Doctorow classic Billy Bathgate, uh, that I read in college. Uh, it's a novel. It's fiction. But it's really, really good. I'd recommend it. Yeah, Billy Bathgate. Whoa, yeah, E.L. Doctorow's like, right, right. Yeah, that's like um, not Silver Age, 
uh, science fiction, but uh, 1980s age. Um, <laughs> I metal figured out why age? he was I don't called uh, Joey the Doves. Why was he called the Doves? <laughs> this this comes right from Wikipedia. Uh, Iopa was convicted in 1966 for for the unlawful uh, the fuck unlawful possession and transportation of mourning doves across straight across state lines. Whoa! Under the Migratory Bird Treaty Act of 1918, more than 24 doves per person outside of hunting season. Okay, this this segues perfectly, perfectly into oh what i had going on so i'm not done do you guys yet. know about oh, it gets oh, better. Okay. continue continue yeah here just just listener please remember the migratory bird treaty act of 1918 which by the way was the american law that implemented the 1916 treaty two years later um, in we'll come back 19... to this information later in the show in september of 1962 as part of robert f kennedy's crackdown on the chicago outfit FBI ca- agents in Kansas searching Iupa's car discovered 563 frozen doves. Whoa. <laughs> That's Following a little a bit more. Following appeals, Iupa was eventually sentenced in August of 1966 and received a three-month jail sentence and $1,000 fine. As a result, he gained various nicknames as Joey Doves, Joey the Doves, Doves, and Morning Doves. Okay, I'm worried that we're veering into Xavier reading from a Wikipedia page, so I think we need to start getting out yeah, of this. Yeah, oh, oh. I, I, I do want to start, I, I, I would like to point out that looking at it now, um, I misunderstood. Uh, John DeFranzo, I thought that you meant that his nickname was No-No's, like uh, the opposite of Yes Yes. Like yeses, yeses, no. like no nos. Mm. There's an but no, no, no. Story it, to why it, it's actually no that nos. he was like committing a crime and in doing so, like sliced the front of his nose on a window. So mm-hmm. um, he had no nose. Right. Hmm. He, well, he had like sliced a pe- I mean, I guess like the kind of joke would be that he has no nose when in fact he has like a minor defect to his nose. But there you go. That's how, that's how bad violent men kind of rave each other. Have you, you two seen, um, oh shit, it's not, they paint houses, don't they? It's, uh, we paint houses. The Irishman, the Irishman. They Mm. shoot horses, don't they, as a noir book and film. Well, noir is, hmm, people will make that argument. Um, fight me, it is noir. But the Irishman, we paint houses. I heard you paint houses. I have seen The Irishman, and now I'm re- recalling that he, he that's his cover, is that he paints houses. Oh, no, I mean, he, he literally kind of paints them, you know, with red. <laughs> yeah. yeah, spoilers for a Netflix movie. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen this movie, Zayer? No, I have not. Oh, uh, you should check it out. I mean, if you are kind of into a a bunch of gangster names, this is, yeah, this is, this is a movie that is, uh, a whole bunch of famous gangster movie people doing kind of like a gangster movie. Yeah. It's got all kinds of people with funny names and kind of like the hilariously dark stories of why they have them. I think you'll love it. If you love Hmm. this, you'll love, yeah. Customers who purchased Xavier's, um, kind of segment about gangster names uh also purchased also the bad. irishman uh while we're on the subject of media loosely speaking i want to take the opportunity to highly recommend to our listeners that they watch the hulu special uh in and of itself it's an hour and a half that's in and of itself uh i just watched that a bunch of other people watched it it's pretty fucking good i would recommend my brothers watch it uh, maybe get isaac to watch it and we can talk about it another time Jay, but... are you double challenging me 
I I I didn't I didn't say challenge. I, I'm I'm making a plea to the listener, saying, "Hey, listener, I've just got some good content that I think you might be interested in. Uh, if you have Hulu, and go watch it." I didn't say Xavier challenge. You have to watch, blah blah blah. I just said I've got a good recommendation to make. There's a difference. A recommendation my dude. might also be called kind of a soft challenge. Mm-hmm. I I've mm. got. I've got something that I think we all need to watch. You know what's some bullshit is when my people recommend never stuff. Soft. Like you always know when I'm challenging. <laughs> when people recommend things when that they haven't actually consumed themselves. When Jay challenges, he challenges. Consumed hard. is such a weird, weird. I hate that consumed is kind of what we consumed has become the general word. Cons consumpted. Well, it comes from consumers, right? Like we yeah. consume, Digested. right? And we, uh, right? But all of these uh... metaphors where, where media, right? Phenomena that we take in with our senses, but which are not kind of like uh, chemically part of us, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we still mm-hmm. kind of eat them, right? And that's weird. God, what has this podcast become? This is why we need Isaac. Oh my god, yeah, he's really grounding. He brings us back down to, like, not theoretical discussions, but kind of, like, on the ground. Um, I... Right, yeah, do we want to talk about fucking... What else we got? I also have a media suggestion. I think we just need to get the goose business out of the way. Because there's so much going on, I don't even know if I understand half of it. Oh my god, right, yeah. So, So there's, like, a real kind of, like, goose storm happening right now. Yeah, you, you fucked up, Jim. And I think you that really I think up. that I'm kind of one of the few people who's really aware of like the full extent of the goose storm because I have really kind of instigated a lot of it. I and and my my buddy Fifth Brian, and also kind of like Jay's evil goose dimension. All these geese are on the lease. We're really kind of like bringing it together. Um, I, I do want to know like what was so important about like. What like Xavier? What was so important that you had to interrupt Connor to say that I really fucked up when I have no idea what either of you are really talking about? By, I know by we joked about geese bringing Isaac back from uh, the last, uh, by, by by messing with our brother uh, when you uh, brought him back from all this. All these geese are on the lease. You you really fucked with Goose Law, Jay. You really fucked up. Right, I don't think Xavier right. knows what he's talking about. So let's throw the ball back to Connor. Oh well, so what I'm talking about, Jay, is that actually. Almost everything to do with geese in both America and Canada has to do with the Migratory Bird Treaty of 1916. Are you aware of this treaty? 1918. Yeah. No, 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 Xavier, don't correct me. The treaty occurred in 1916. Um, The American law, which the American law, which is the thing that in America is the thing by which we enforce the treaty, is the law of 1918. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sorry. I, Don't correct I me. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I have all of these Wikipedia pages right in front of me. Connor did some <laughs> research. I like it. This is a podcast I can dig. Right. Yeah. So, Jay, these these geese, right? I mean, like all of this goose stuff that you've been messing with, it's international law, right? I mean, they're important birds. They migrate back and forth. There's like a co- country like geese alliance cooperative management of these geese together across the border there's been a five cent stamp about the kind of 40th anniversary of the 50th anniversary of the signing of the treaty you know it's kind of serious business right um so jay uh i'd like to i'd like to tell you about what landowners rights exist in canada when it comes to uh goose control prescriptions okay can can i have a question quick yeah oh go ahead uh when you say goose control prescriptions does that mean like uh they're they're giving the goose drugs to like keep them out of the oh my god or sometimes it would be better if you just kept mom and let the story unfurl before you all questions will be answered in due time. Yeah, so th- that's actually that's a great um, no. It's it's a great point, Xavier, and and uh, 
there's actually kind of law about it. You know, so uh, we have goose management. That's section five of the handbook about this. Seasonal aspects of deterrence is section six. Uh, And we're actually going to jump right into goose control prescriptions for when the geese are already kind of like on the lease, you know. Um, Prevention is the best approach to goose management, it says. Once geese become established in an area, it can be difficult to make them leave. However, in areas where geese are established, their numbers can be controlled by both non-lethal and lethal management techniques. The following section outlines these management techniques. And it moves from kind of 7.1.1, stop feeding the geese, up through uh, 7.1.3.1, scaring techniques not requiring a federal permit, and eventually on into scaring techniques that do require a federal permit, removal and relocation, and then finally lethal management begins at 7.2. Do you guys have any kind of questions about, are there any details I can provide about any of those steps so far, or should we like press on through this? I think you just break, break on through the to the other side. In the words of the man, are we a goose podcast now? I believe we are. So God. you know, if you actually want to kind of like hunt the geese once the geese are on your property in Canada, um, lethal management, right? Um, there's hunting. You need to get a federal hunting permit. You can also get okay. a permit to do egg sterilization or destruction. That's no good. Right, and then finally, there's the lethal removal of geese, which is um, the lethal removal of geese. A movie coming to you this fall. Yeah, huh. geese remover, huh. a new action film starring just Jay. Hmm. Right, the lethal removal of geese specifically is not just kind of like we brought hunters in for a day to like shoot these geese. It's like. We hired a third-party contractor who has been, like, systematically removing geese from near the airport, right? And this Mm. is one of the few places where, like, they do give out a permit, right? Like, like no, 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 we should not have geese at the end of the highway. There's just, like, a SEAL Team 6 style of, uh, or, like, a a Navy SEAL Team style of uh, geese removers. And every time they see a goose, like... People just rappel down from trees and just take out the take out the goose threat near the airport. See, like you joke about that, but like that's a, like that is like the kind of thing that you shouldn't joke about, like because that's a real profession. Like people actually get hired to be like in charge of managing like bird that life. That wasn't a joke, Jay. That's what I like to think happens. So if I could finish, please. Uh, people get hired as like a, their profession to to manage like birds around airports and shit, uh, and they like implore like you know employ rather all sorts of different strategies like you know falconry and other such things to like you know move birds from like area to area or like remove like geese or ducks or like other things like to keep like the plane plane safe so they don't get uh, you know like some foul on the intake and foul up the flight yeah they have uh decoys right to like attract birds to areas you set up birds that already so is now a good time to maybe then discuss the gifty gift because i don't i i I don't know i got i got questions (laughs) oh yeah 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 yeah. wait there was a gift okay well here hold on xavier you're familiar with what with how decoys work right like the principle of what this thing that we're talking about is. Yes, like you have like a plastic or sometimes nicer. You material. have like a plastic goose. Or, yeah. Like a full size plastic goose or mostly full size plastic goose. And you put it somewhere because then the other geese see it from the air and they think, oh, cool. Like <clears throat> there's already one goose on the loose. Um, <laughs> like this is safe. This is a spot that's safe for geese, especially because these geese are kind of like on the ground. And right? then they're bang, like sitting, entrapment. they're nesting, they're resting, you know. Right, yeah, and you put bang, your hunting blind kind of like right. Yeah, so so it's something like you should have like two dozen decoys per hunter uh, huh. per blind kind of like on your hunt, right? Like to really kind of build out a big, uh, I mean... Like hunters are like uh, special forces dudes, right? Mm-hmm. This is 
this is where we get into the technologies that Jay is talking about. So I don't necessarily understand what Connor got. I've got the boxy box. You got the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I got the boxy box right in front of me. I received an alert saying that something had been deposited into my garage yesterday, and I went to retrieve it, and it was a rather large box, and I opened it up, and I wait, was so wait, was that wait, actually kind of place? like does the does the UPS or USPS or whatever kind of like open your garage door and put stuff inside and close it? So this is some. This is actually shame. Shame on. Uh, shame on our better brother uh, Isaac. He's gonna be sad he missed out on some coach light talk. Um, but when you're when you're in a neighborhood or like a subdivision worthy of the coach light, um, the and then like you know all all of the houses have sort of like you know very long you know meandering drives and whatnot there's this sort of like unspoken rule betwixt like the the homeowner uh and the delivery personnel in that like if you have a garage door open then they will assume that you want it in the garage door or in the garage oh, and they'll just so they'll drop slide it, off it under the okay. yeah well well like if they slide it under, or, you know, if you have it open, they just come in and they set it in the, the garage. Um, it took a while for us to figure this out. Uh, that's basically like saying, like, hey, I don't want this sitting out on my front porch for porch pirates, so I want you to put this in my garage. And, like, most people like us, like, we have, like, sensors, like, uh, they can put it in the garage, and then I can close it from, like, across the planet and shit like that. <laughs> so, I go right, out right. You, like, you get a I go tweet. out, oh. yeah, I get a tweet. <laughs> I get a tweet. I get so I go out into my garage. I get a very large box, and it's not very heavy. And I bring it into the kitchen, and then I I open the box, and inside of the box there's another really large box, and there's like this really cool graphic on the front of it, and it says, okay, it says Stormfront Two, exclusive, UV, UV Vision paint technology and they're doing this cutesy thing where it's like uv and then the v is also part of vision and that's tam 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 see a picture and it's canada all of this is in english and in french so it's canada goose shell uh and then there's one of those graphs that we all love which like there's no there's no numbers on either side of it to like let you know what it's a reg like what the graph is of or what it's quantifying, but it's like there's like a bar that says like what humans can see, uh, the and then there's below it see. a bar that says what geese see, and it's twice as long as what humans see, and then it says there's so there it, it tells me that there's I can anticipate upon opening this that there are four different styles of goose, and mind you, so there's like. These are the decoy, I think, geese that like Connor's talking about, and so the shell of the goose. Oh yeah, go ahead and open the box. Go ahead and open the box. No, it's open. I I gotta see a picture of this. All right. Oh yeah, put some pictures up. Put some pictures up. I will. I will. Hey, hey, let me talk about the geese. All right. I'm just trying to like let our listeners know what we're talking about here. Okay. So the shells, the shells are all the same, and the shells are um. These are big geese. Like, these are 24-inch shells. That's according to the box. That's, that's I'm not making goose. that up. So, um, it says, Dare to compare from the bird's eye view to the realism of U-Vision. Um, and it says, UV image of real goose. Uh, UV image of flambeau U-Vision goose. And it says that there's, it describes there's four different types of geese. So the, there's four identical shells, and then the next, like the head part of the geese, like that's all different. So it says I've got a sentry, I've got a semi-resting, I've got a semi-feeding, and a feeding. And so that's pretty simple. You just take the, you just, you just take the goose shell. I'm going to go from camera a little bit. I know. Okay. So you take the goose shell out. And then you put the neck in, and then you got you got your goose you got a goose decoy, um you got a goose decoy. I'm gonna put my Louis Vuitton wallet down for reference, so you can see this goose, how large this goose is. Hold on, it. Uh, okay, I got some pictures incoming. 
And this is like one me. of those Costco wallets, right? It's like the tall boy kind. No, this is a, it's like this the twenty four like ounce wallet. wallet. No, okay, I don't know what kind it's of like, wallet we're about to see. Oh, I know what kind of okay. wallet we're about to see. Uh, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I'm not on wallet notes. talk. Do we have like a wallet talk anywhere? Well, we is that part of pens? earlier in the show, like many episodes ago. I think. Okay, so that is that's the goose. So that is that's a goose. This is the box that I was just describing. <laughs> that's a... <laughs> oh my god the box is stupendous well the thing about the box that's really great is that the goose the goose is kind of like the goose is very very hoofed one purple and pink right the goose is like absolutely like pre-haunted i really oh jay like if you can hold on to those boxes weird as this might sound like i will pick these up in person because this is incredible <laughs> he, need, he hmm. needs his goose box i yeah, need these I, goose um... boxes i mean the fact that it's like stormfront sub two right like i know well i guess what is jay gonna do with the geese Oh, I've been thinking about this all week, right? And oh. like, you could really create yeah, an international incident, and you can like fuck up your professional development life. You know why? Oh, okay. But he lives there. Why would he want to do that? No, 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 Xavier, you're thinking way too small and not nearly devious enough. Because Xavier, what you implicitly stated but did not say out loud is that. For some reason, Jay should take these decoy geese, which attract geese to them, and place them in his own yard. Is that where you were going? Is that what I detected with my brainwaves? Yes, you detected that with your brain hole. Okay, well, so what I'm saying is that Jay should do something very different than that. Oh. Which is that Put Jay's got competitors yards? in his market, right? Jay has properties that are being sold that are like... Not the properties he's selling. They're comparables. And for comps, now. as we call them in the business. Right, right. And what I'm saying, Jay, is for now, right? You can do mm. a little bit of externality manipulation, right? Can we Not go, you, but kind of the geeks. To, the geeks. Uh, photo, photo number three, which, <laughs> oh, you know, for the listener, Jay. it's just a shot of, like, my kitchen island. And I mean, like, humble brag, but, like, I got a pretty big fucking kitchen, and I have a really, really big kitchen island. And what you can't see is that, like, this... Oh, there's like, so one, much to enhance like, about this one, photo, man. One there's so... solitary... The one San Pellegrino, the KitchenAid... One the solitary hooks. goose takes up about a third of my kitchen island. This is a big fuck goose. Me and Jay have the same color KitchenAid. Mm, I don't think you do. Uh, do I have to provide evidence of this? Is it shiny or matte? It's shiny. I can go take a picture quick if you'd okay, like. Yeah, you me don't to. have the same one. You don't need to take a picture. Um, oh, I don't know. Oh damn! I do like these magnetic hooks on the side of the fridge, as well as the "I hurt my pug," which I guess you must see that every time you fill up their water bowl with filtered water. I assume they get filtered water. <laughs> they oh, no, do, no. I feel like they do it for us. The, so we do it for them. Like the, the they would pug, do it for us. So the we pugs do it for them. get San Pellegrino. Are you crazy? Oh. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. So you're saying that if pugs had human pets, then on the pug refrigerator, there would be like a little, um, what, what's our chew toys? Shit. I don't know. Like a, there'd be like a little New Yorker magazine and on the outside of it would be written like, I heart my human and they'd like yeah. fill up our big water bowl and give it to us. One of those like, one of those like giant like calm. And then they'd go play like poker. Because that's yeah, what filled, dogs filled do. with like filled with like peanut butter and like you gotta like get rid of the peanut butter to get to like the marijuana edibles and like that's our like treats. Oh, like, oh, snackums. you say you say one of those giant Kongs and you mean the Kong brand uh kind of like put peanut butter inside of this chewy dog. Yeah, not toy, like the dog not like the like not like flip the their fucking the shit snack. trying to okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put I'll drop a link into the show notes. Yeah, will, monkey versus uh, lizard. Yeah. I feel like, Jay, Jay, do your pugs enjoy those Kongs or no? 
Yeah, when you uh, yum yum stuff them up with some uh, peanut butter and some treats, they do. Fuck Our dog yeah. doesn't like peanut butter, and he doesn't. Oh, like have pumps. you have you had had the dogs kind of experience the geese? Um. Okay. So uh, we've been over this a little bit a few times, I think. Um, things that the pugs do not truck. Uh, with that geese. is deers, <laughs> birds, geese. Uh, yeah, they don't fuck, they get really like upset bird, about I like how stuff. geese are kind of like a specific tribe different than birds to them, you know. Deers. Well, birds, it's because, geese. like, most of the time they're airborne and they're honking overhead. And I think it, like, really hurts their self-esteem that they can't understand, like, why it is that, like, the, the like there's a creature up there and they can't get to it because they don't have the means of flight and they don't understand oh, that. Oh, well, so these oh. are like quite achievable geese then maybe, these decoys, right? Maybe you want to put them, maybe you want to set them up in your yard your just as kind of like a, a way for the pugs to really kind of like build confidence and trust, you know, that they are strong and they are tall and that the, the the sky monsters are not out of their reach. They're they're gettable. They're a get. So wife came up with a flaw in the gift, which I don't mean to be a downer, but I think she br- she brings up a the good fact point. That you don't have four so, oh, there so is what? zero flaw in this gift. Oh, there for, is a flaw. For, for, oh no no oh, there's no, there's a flaw. For, Go just ahead. so the listener yeah. knows, you know, before before we even go down this road for maximum hubris, let me just say, I believe. The the bringing four goose decoys into Jay's life on his birthday without really telling him, and they made it into his fucking garage without him even knowing. Yep. Oh, I feel like this was a fucking brilliantly executed brotherly stealth gift, operation, right? I don't know that it's like a good gift from like the heart of a good human being to the heart of another human being. But as a gift from like one kind of like Skeletor to a different Skeletor, you know, I think it's yeah. sexy. I think I've I've done a fucking amazing job. So yeah, continue. So uh, so, so the biggest. So I saw no flaw in this product, <laughs> but wife immediately saw a flaw. Like, and here's what was so fantastical is that wife's brain not only like immediately accepted the gift. That like this is a thing that was going to be a part of our life, but she like immediately. And oh, I she feel like once assumed, the cannonball happened, like all bets yeah. were off, right? Like the yeah. brothers will send some weird shit. So like the not, not only did she immediately notebooks. assume that this was going to be a gift that was like a part of our life, but this this was a gift that I would seek to like put outside in and around our home area and so her complaint is that they didn't come with like any like stakes or anything to you know like stick them into the ground and these are these will blow away with the wind operation goose theft oh absolutely um the thing is jay uh part of why they didn't come with stakes is because the stake technology is a separate purchase because you can buy stakes where a crosswind causes the duck or goose to like do a little fake motion, right? To like move oh. its heating head, right? And so yeah. you can get stakes that have simple machines kind of built into their mechanisms where the wind just like slowly puts the goose on a little loop, right? You so have the modular the modular exterior I've, shell I've, I've only for been potential brave goose technologies I've, all I've over the web. I've only been brave enough to put together one goose, and that is, I'm looking at the box. Okay, I put together the feeding goose. Not the semi-feeding, but the full feeding. You can see from the picture. And I the pugs don't like this goose. They don't <laughs> like... Do so like. when the older pug saw the, uh, the goose, he hid under a wingback chair in the library. And then when the younger pug saw the goose, she went underneath a coffee table and assumed a fighting position and proceeded to bark. So, so for, for the listener to imagine, uh, all these geese are seated with their little goose feet underneath their bodies and their bodies resting on the ground. And then the same neck goes up towards noon. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The sentry is at 11 p.m. Uh, the semi-resting is kind of 
down at 10.30, but, like, chilling out and really relaxed. Um, the semi-feeding, his neck it so goes three, all the way out. Yeah, it goes all the way out to 9 o'clock. Uh, but he's looking down and to the left. Uh, down and to the left. Down, oh, that's back and to the left. Never mind. Back and to the left. Back and to the left. Um, back right. and to the left. And then the actual feeding one is kind of extending his neck out to maybe 7, 6.30 um, and trying to feed how, how much could a pack of geese cost? This was uh, two figures, not three. Um, okay. Okay. That's kind of what I think. From Dirty Although, Jeff. From Dirty Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Drop shipped, you know, all final costs. Yeah. Pretty impressive, I will say. It was incredible. Do like, I was. Do you like your new goose family? Well, like I said, I've only put together one of the geese because I'm really not sure, you know, how pragmatic this this goose situation is going to be. Wait, but, so you said I mean, you put together the the semi feeding one? No, I put together goose. the feeding one. The feeding goose. The feeding one is like, is like of these geese, it's the goose that's like so clearly gonna die, right? I mean, like it's basically doing like a Roquespierre, uh, you know, like let me put my neck out under. Oh, I don't even. I'm fucking up my French history. I would say, like, sorry, French people, but I took French for many years in high school, and I've been to France, and, like, I will not apologize Hi, to y'all. I'm Connor. I've been to France. Well, yeah, I've been to France, yeah. which allows me to say, fuck you, French people. No apologies from me. But, like, I'm going to make fun yeah. of your history and mash it all together and say this goose is about to be guillotined. Or chewed apart by a pug. And so, like, the fact that the pugs are afraid of this goose, the goose that's in the, like, kill me posture. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I see, I see the sort of, that's the, that is a real flaw there. Is that the flaw that your wife, no, the flaw that your wife pointed out is that they don't have. Mistakes. Right, yeah. And that, um, I would say that's not a flaw. That's just, like, you're going to have to do your own kind of market research and purchases to get um the quality or not quality stakes that you desire you would like to the, um, yes that you would like to have for hmm. this object i still want you to kind of banksy style install these like on the lawns of 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 comp properties right i want you to do some market manipulation i really want you to install these at night i want you to wear all black do you have like a car like a that's very common all of my cars are incredibly in common. like a plane kind of fly away home style. I would say the I would say the boosting isn't. I w- I've always wanted to get like one of those kill switches for the lights that light that illuminate one's uh, license plate. Oh, you want to go in and you want to install kill switches. You want to install kill switches in all the stuff that the in all the lights that the manufacturers are required to make sure always stay on. Right, like yeah. you want one of those kill switches that turns it into like a straight up like spec ops, uh, like rolling up through the jungle driveway to the mansion. Like this car. We have a chain dark. of we have a chain of liquor stores here uh, called we. Rolling Who's Up. Who's we here? We the, the Illinois population. Illinois. Yeah, it's called yeah, the okay. chain is called Rolling Up. R O L L. Uh, and then apostrophe and apostrophe or or an apostrophe up like roll in up and they all have drive-throughs you can walk in too but they all have drive-throughs well pretty much every liquor store here has a drive-through Dri- a drive-through oh, let me Missouri? close out goose zone let me close out goose zone if we're moving into liquor stores we may i we can sure sure um if no I one feel has like we're any other talking kind of- about these this geese gift for a while like this is well, so, gift uh, yeah uh, here uh, well, well i'll close out this episode by simply saying um one of our listeners has already agreed to discuss the 1916 treaty with us because in their professional work part of their actual job is to teach a college level course about this treaty and its implications for landowners agriculture everything 
So we can actually mm-hmm. like really bring goose knowledge to the masses um, mm-hmm. in future episodes. Mm-hmm. We'll have to kind of set up when to record with this person, but uh, like it's a done deal, you know. Like goose law will be a segment next time. Hmm. Wait, hmm. who is this? Oh. Oh. I think right? I think, I think f- fit for Goose Law. Oh, I... no, I, you don't need to think that. I'm saying that like it's his job. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. his jobby job. He'd be doing this for work. He needs it for his work. Liquor stores in Southern Illinois. Liquor Go. stores in Southern Illinois almost all have um drive-throughs, which is pretty nice uh, feature, especially in, you know if you're if you don't want to go in or interact with humans as little as possible. Uh, but yeah, no, just there is a chain of liquor stores called uh, Rolling Up. N- not the biggest fan. Uh, I am partial to the Speakeasy uh, chain <laughs> of liquor stores, but is uh, that, that also E-Z? have drive-throughs. No. S- like like speakeasy like a speakeasy from you know like when during prohibition oh yeah no i just is the does the store spell it easy no they're they're classy yeah oh, okay. like it's yeah, not like no easy. these stores they're are no, they're these no stores, rolling up no 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 these stores yeah they couldn't be further <coughs> from like speakeasy it, it's like no fluorescent lights all of like the exterior is like wood that's been like reclaimed from like old like barns um, you know, wooden lay down racks that are illuminated with like LED lighting, like extremely choice selection. Like this is this is a class. These are classy places to be in. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, when I am driving up in the North Hills of Pittsburgh, I sometimes pass a a drive through barn that uh does credit card transactions through your driver's side window and puts things into your trunk. And Mm -hmm. they are a beer distributor and, um, like a, uh, uh, um, garden center. Right. Same, same, you know, same, same. They'll put, they'll put beer in your trunk and they'll also put like 50 pounds of bagged soil in your trunk. I got something coming over the wire here. Oh, this is this is a this is a big update. Okay, here we go. Here we go, folks. This is live. Do you remember way way back when we did Strong Trash, and I took some pictures alongside. Shut down the wire. Shut it down. Shut it down. It's coming through fast. Okay. Uh, and I took pictures. Ah, 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 I, I took put pictures of the water treatment plant where this hooligan, this this highway person, has been throwing their cases of beer. And just for you, Connor, I took a picture of like they had several like pallets of like white piping. Do you remember this? Is this ringing a bell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember this. Okay, they are those those white pipes are being used to help uh, improve the the drainage uh, in and around my subdivision. So I've got some uh, I've got some earthworks happening. I've got some pipes being shuffled about, and I've got some some large machinery, you know, digging up ditches and laying down pipes. And I got all sorts of people about. And what the nicest thing about this is, this is hard. This is hard to describe. Not everybody's gonna be able to appreciate this. But what's really nice is that they like technically have the road in front of my subdivision, and a little bit before and a little bit after, like closed. And it's one of those things. It's like you know, th- like closed to through traffic, which means like you gotta like live there. Um, otherwise they frown on you. And so like it's re- it's kind of like I'm now part of like a small like club like a snooty, like, gated community that it's like, <laughs> can't come town my road. You don't live here. That's kind of cool. Plus, I get to see big machines and people, like, you know, doing, doing like, you know, uh, design-type stuff with, like, earth and, and whatnot. Cool. They're making culverts. 
Making culverts. Wait, did deepening, somebody say culverts? Deepening, widening culverts. No, no, no. Um, culverts. Culvert. Yeah. yeah. The, the water drainage, water management pipe mm-hmm. pipe things. Yeah, I'll try to take Sluices. I would Sluices. like to propose a film that we should all watch. We're not a challenge podcast. We're not a challenge podcast. Okay, let me tell you. Let me phrase this a little bit differently. Yeah. Let me tell you about a. We do things a little bit differently here. Let me tell you about a movie I liked that I saw recently. Actually, no, I didn't like it. I thought it was weird as shit. So, last night, I watched the Russian Lord of the Rings with some friends. Oh my god, you actually watched that? Yes, Jay. This is the How first time I've seen about Lord this. of the Rings. So I Any know that there's the kind movie. of there's the animated there's the animated uh, the Hobbit, which is like, I've seen that too. weird, and that was from the early seventies. I've seen that. And then there's the Peter Jackson films from the two thousand. Never seen those. Whoa, interesting. Have you seen the Lord of the Rings ones or the Hobbit ones or none of them? None. I've of the seen six. the Hobbit ones, but I've never seen the Lord of the Rings ones. Whoa, you have made bad decisions over the course, or had bad decisions foisted upon you. The Hobbit ones are, like, really terrible because they took a 150-page book and tried to, like, turn it into 10 hours of film. And the other ones are, like, worth it. Okay, well, Extended anyways. Editions. That That's your homework. Fucking do the 14 hours. Xavier. I don't have time for that. Um... Yeah, you do. Space it out. It's like Connor, a season a... and a half of Game of Thrones. Oh, is this not like a next week thing? I'm saying in your life you should watch the Lord of the Rings movies, yeah. Okay, well, anywho. The extended um, editions are like a it's like it's like watching the ring cycle, you know? It's it's like a it's like an opera, it's like an event that happens to you. You you waste a whole day on it. It's awesome. Can I finish? Oh, I th- I didn't know that finishing was kind of like the point. Thank you for your advice, Connor. I will put that on the docket. But, 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 I, so I've watched the terrible, weird, early 90s Russian Lord of the Rings movie last night. And I want you, brothers, to share my pain. I'm not gonna do that. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, you really gotta sell us on it. We're not a. We're well, not a movie. <laughs> like I want us to all share. The, like we all had to look at Jay's shit last week. I want to share another traumatic experience with you, and I feel like Jay owes me. Jay owes me for having to look at that. I don't know anyone anything. Jay about. owes us, Connor. No. Oh, no, I, yeah, I don't really want there to be a transactional relationship between, like, me and Jay Poop um, in any kind of, like, positive or negative valence, you know. I'm still uh, traumatized by looking at that. I saw a little stubby uh, shipping container Ooh, I took a picture of for you. Oh, uh, hey, a little canine. I like that. A little 20-foot guy. It's a little guy. Kind. It's a little guy. Yeah, yeah. It's not, like, a full 40. No, no, this is so, a little 20-foot container. Yeah, a little um, 20-foot 20 20 container. Yeah, you, you know, um, like, which part of the container you can look at to, like, figure out, to, like, get its actual, like, deets, right? Oh, yeah, they're all listed. Yeah, they're all listed on the doorsies. Yeah, so so there's a couple different uh, numbers on the outside of containers. Uh, I think by regulation they have to be on the end doors, and then they're usually printed on the side as well. But yeah, so there's like a um, eleven digit code that's kind of the name of the container, the unique identification of it, and that is like four letters and then six numbers and then one number that's a check digit. Uh, I, and then the other code, I want to say, is something. a four letter code that's like a series of letters and numbers, and that's the one that tells you this is twenty feet long. Eight foot six inches high. Damn it! I was gonna say that I knew that. I I not only did oh. I know that eight point six was the standard, but the 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 bigger one is a foot higher, nine point six. I knew that. Yeah, Fuck. high cube containers. 
HC. I wanted to impress you by saying that I knew that 8.6, uh, or rather, you cooked our brother. Was yeah he I yeah oh I'm shit. impressed no damn I it. we're we're in the little club no 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 don't damn it this is wonderful we're coming to this discovery together and I like it hmm hmm yeah hmm. I'm glad you saw a container I want to build like 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 a cabin in the woods out of shipping containers so it turns out that like. They're not structural in the way that you imagine them to be. They're actually just structural at the the top four corners and mm-hmm. the base plate. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they don't really have roof beams that can hold another container's weight. They just, you can put a container on top of another container. Mm-hmm. And you can't put, like, two 20-foot containers on top of a 40-foot container because the middle of the 40-foot container doesn't actually have structural steel. But they, like, do build things out of shipping containers. Like, I've sent you pictures of, like, the fire uh, fighters thing, that uh, their little playground for firefighters to run around and test themselves. Right, yeah, and, and I hate build to kind of, like, be the bearer. Of- no, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but almost all of those container installations have, like, an enormous amount of extra steel material and welding really? fabrication that's done in order to make it look like those containers are kind of like doing the job, the Lego like job that we imagine that they do. Um, they only actually do that Lego like job uh, kind of in the super ships that we designed for that use. Uh, and, you know, they do that job incredibly well as, we all saw when the ever given like got stuck for a week. <laughs> hmm. You know, like these boxes really do stack well when you put a thousand or like eight thousand of them or like twenty four thousand of them on one ship. Connor, uh, Connor, can I show you? Can I show them. you what I have in mind, Connor? Can I show? Can yeah? Uh, this is. Let me show you what I got in mind. I got. I, I actually got like a little. I got like a oh, little. Oh, this guy. Okay. Yeah, something like this, but like out in the woods, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is living this in is... a modern shipping container. Xavier, what do you think about this? this? Is... Like, you know what I mean? Like, have it, have it where like all the front of one is glass. Have like a little breezeway, and then you know. I like this. This could be the. Like Are we this. doing this brother summer retreat? Why does everything have to be like? Why can't I just have something? We don't need a summer oh, retreat. So... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, oh, so boy, this is but definitely. We do. This is definitely like three shipping containers that have been chopped up to look like one big shipping container. I don't think so. I I think there's four. I haven't watched the whole thing, but I think, I suspect there's two 40-footers front to back on the right side. And on the left side, I think there's two 20-footers. You know what I mean? Mm. These rooms are too wide, though. These rooms are too wide and they're too tall. Mm, right well, I, yeah no i i think that... my dude what do you say dude mm. Mm. Hmm. no this no no, no but nice. the width is this too is... much oh okay i see i see i'm looking mm-hmm. at the top and you can see from the roof line kind of oh wow okay no this is actually like six 20 foot containers mm-hmm. all kind of like side yeah. by side by side by side oh okay right so each of those big glass windows is the size of the doors yeah right like if you took the entire front of the container and made it a window mm-hmm. all right i gotcha yeah. right um, and then there's a breezeway show. between them yeah wow this is like this is actually much closer to kind of like how the u.s government built oak ridge tennessee than how right because oak ridge was built as factory built houses like a box right that would be delivered on site and it was a whole house as three sections which had each been built in a factory that like this factory makes part one this factory makes part two this factory makes part three and then on site they get installed like right next to each other and the seams get kind of like welded together but those were purpose-built as like homes built quickly in a factory because the government was making like 
a secret city to build nukes. So, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? So, listener, I chopped like a little two-story uh, shipping container home. I in. could see me living in something like this. Could you see me living? Oh in yeah, like yeah. This? No, I, th- I, 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 I love shipping container housing, and I, I love kind of like the blocky Minecraft look of a lot of it. Uh, but yeah, you really have to like chop and screw the transportation device to turn it into something that a human could reasonably live in. Hmm. Um, that's my only critique. I would love to live in a thing like this. Yeah, I could do. Th- I think I could do that. I think. I think this is. I think we could make this. I think we could make this happen. Yeah, I mean, I think show. what we all really want is kind of like lego architecture right where you really can kind of just be like what if we moved the back bedroom to the woods for a week Mm -hmm. oh how reasonable sure that's like renting an uber Mm -hmm. Hmm. this has been are we doing this a weekly podcast with four internet friends that have no idea what they're doing your hosts have been connor xavier and myself isaac's out this week good he was a goose bye Goose bye. Yeah, Xavier, I did I no, I I don't don't damn it, Xavier. I did hear you, but Jay closes the show out. I close the show out and don't do on that bombshell. That's not your thing. That's another thing. Do your own thing. Don't take things. Jay, I don't have my own things. I'm I'm a recycler of bits and gags. And it's Oh no, but we all are. I have some good after show content if you'd like to hear it. Oh, I love do this. You? Do oh my you? god, I do. Oh yeah, do after you? show, after, after show, after show, after show, after show, after show at lunch. After. <laughs> I bought a book today. Oh yeah. Oh god. I bought. Why do you always have to sound so upset whenever I start talking? Because I usually that deeply, am. That deeply hurts me. I don't think you understand that. Go ahead. I bought a book today. I bought The Artist's Way hmm. from the local the local uh, multi-state bookstore, BAM. Hmm. And this was so cute. I set it up for online pickup, and there was a little note on the book when I bought it, or when I got it. It said, I like Xavier, that. thank you. Like a handwritten post-it note. I have some after show content as well. I just want Connor to t- weigh in on this cantilevered. Uh, that looks dangerous. Oh, see, this is this is some cool shit. This, this is, is some cool Frank shit, Lloyd Wright stuff right here. This is some modern but also you, you Frank can, Lloyd Wright. Just cantilever can the fuck out of everything. Right, right. And this oh. is kind of what people want when they think about shipping container architecture. Yeah. But you'll know that like that diagonal brace across those windows mm-hmm. that is completely additional that is oh, not yeah. something that the regular container oh that's has. been fabricated and additionally, at like enormous cost oh yeah and additionally uh the roof right um has an entire secondary strengthening member kind of mm-hmm. like along its entire 40 foot length as like a member rigid a tendon well no because that's what keeps the cantilever up right is the like that top stops you corner. from uh, your bed fall falling into the ground, right? That top corner like wants to move forward and flip down, but because because the ceiling's been made rigid and is under tension, it's like trying to pull that hole. But that means they had to order a forty foot. They had to order two forty foot braces out of steel. And then weld them to the container after they installed the... Yeah, like, it's a lot, you know? But it's fucking cool, right? And, like, the whole design aesthetic of, like, what if we did have this, like, John Wick, like, boxes on top of boxes, uh, like, 007 Goldeneye aesthetic to, I don't know, like, 
if if like level designers made all of our houses yeah hmm yeah it's fucking cool man we should make it in yeah. minecraft uh, do i have to blast craig in the head uh yeah well you use a sort of um like a remington shotgun for bird shoot no i imagine i had like one of those things that they use in a slaughterhouse to like blast a cow in the head with like an like the air thing. Yeah, the air thing. That's what I like to imagine I was using. Fuck me. Has this not been recording this whole time? Fuck you, oh, Audacity. Fuck. I only have the first four minutes. Oh, fuck. oh, man, we really need Craig. Otherwise, it's going to be the Xavier and Jay hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please, please, please give me Craig. Um, man, fuck you, Audacity.